Welcome to the Wild Remedies Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Francora, and I'm here to bring you captivating stories from some of the most fascinating people I've connected with on my own journey of physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Wild Remedies Podcast. Today, it's just me. I'm doing a solo episode. And I'm really excited about it. Today, we are going to be talking about my hacks, my personal hacks that I do to boost my immunity and to stay healthy during the winter. Well, all year, really, but especially in the winter. I really focus on my immunity for the winter time. I used to get sick a lot, all the time. I mean, you guys have heard about my healing journey. And for years, If anyone was around me with the sniffles or any sort of cold flu or whatever, like I just, I always got it always (laughs) without a doubt. And that like literally never happens anymore. Like I can be in a room with a bunch of sick people. And I mean, and this goes for the last few years too, right? During the pandemic. You know, I I did get something that maybe was COVID. I don't know. It was not severe in any sense. And I really do attribute that to, you know, just taking my health into my own hands and boosting my immune system all the time. So I want to share nine tips with you guys, nine things that I do that have made a massive difference for me. And yeah, try integrating some of these into your life if you haven't already. I I tell you, this makes such a huge difference. So let's get into the first one. This is something that I take pretty much all year round, even in the summertime. And you've all heard of it. It's just vitamin D. Okay, so vitamin D actually isn't even a vitamin. It's a hormone. And the body needs it to absorb calcium from the gut into the bloodstream. And normally it's produced by, through the skin, right? From the sun. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm from Canada and it is dark and cold and gnarly here (laughs) for about half of the year. And I really, we, we lack our vitamin D. And a lot of times you will notice that in the Northern Hemisphere, these flus or these pandemics or whatever are can be a lot more prevalent in the wintertime. And it's because we are lack, like our immune systems aren't um, as fortified from the vitamin C that we would normally be getting from being out in the sun. And so it's really important, especially for us Northern folks to supplement with vitamin D. And you can get it through your food, but to be honest, it isn't enough. I've also suffered with seasonal affective disorder in the past. And I think a lot of people can relate to this, right? Like you feel your mood change, even for myself, like even if it's just like a cold or a rainy day, even if it's in the summertime, you know, you had like a week of sun and you're feeling really great and energized. And then you wake up one day and you're just kind of like really groggy. You're having a hard time getting out of bed. And you just feel tired because of the weather outside. Like it really does make a huge difference. It affects your mood. It affects your energy levels. And vitamin D is just such a fantastic way to combat 
some of that stuff, like especially in the wintertime. I lived overseas for a few years and I, and I was living in Malaysia, so it was hot. It was sunny all the time. And <laughs> it was wonderful because I wasn't having to go through like these moody winters. And when I moved back to Canada, I vowed, I was like, okay, I'm hacking this. Like I cannot go through life being sad and depressed and exhausted all the time in the winter just because of the weather. There's got to be a way to get around it. And supplementing with vitamin D has done that for me. So in the summertime, I normally take 5,000 internal units of vitamin D a day. And in the wintertime, I take 10,000. So that might seem like a lot for you guys, but this is something that you can't really like overdose on. Your body will just process it, right? Like if it's too much in any sort of sense, you'll just pee it out. Now, if I feel something coming on maybe, like I feel like maybe I was exposed to something and my throat's maybe a little bit scratchy or something. I heard this tip from a medical doctor and she was talking about how when this happens to her, she will take up to 90,000 internal units of vitamin D. And I don't take this as pills (laughs) because obviously this would be like a handful of pills. Usually like each vitamin D tablet is around like a thousand internal units. So that would be like a pile of pills. Um, I actually have like these little drops and one drop I think is equivalent. It depends on which one you get. Um, One can be either like 500 internal units or a thousand. So if you're just taking the drops, super, super simple. And I've done this where I have felt like, you know, my glands are a little swollen and I will just take a shit ton of vitamin D and oh my God, the next day I'm like totally fine. So I swear by this stuff. If you are not on vitamin D, get on it. That was my vitamin D spiel. Now I want to get into minerals. And this is something that I've only been focusing on recently. I mean, there's other, there's things that I've always done to kind of supplement minerals, but not really focusing on that being the main cause. Here's the problem. Our farming practices and the chemicals that we spray on the soil and on our food have depleted the soil to a degree where our food doesn't have the nutrients that it used to and that it should. And this includes organic. And we're not getting the nutrients and the minerals that we normally should be getting from our food. So this is something that we need to look at supplementing as well. So what I like to do is the first thing that I drink in the morning is kind of call it like a structured water. So I'm pretty extra and I literally go and collect my own spring water from a spring that comes out of the side of a mountain. (laughs) I haven't always done this, but I've been doing it for, I don't know, maybe the past six months. And oh my gosh, you guys, like it is so delicious and fresh and amazing and it's wonderful. And if you're wondering, you know, oh, Krista, like you're crazy, you're going to get sick. I did test it and it's great. So that water is already pretty structured, right? Meaning it isn't sterile. It will have natural minerals in it um, and other microbiota that is beneficial for us. So that's already one step in the right direction. If you are just, you know, having filtered water, 
tap water god forbid i really hope nobody out there listening to this is drinking tap water if you are please stop immediately <laughs> the chlorine and depending on where you're where, where you are it could run anywhere from chlorine to hormones from birth control pills that are being tossed down the toilet like oh my gosh it's just it's crazy the amount of stuff that can get into our water system um so i highly highly recommend that you're filtering your water at least but there's things that we can add to our water that can fill it with minerals and it allows the body to actually absorb the liquid a little bit better too. Salt is a really great way to do that. So putting a little bit of salt in your water in the morning, that's what I do. I was actually recommended by um, a guy that came on our podcast a couple episodes back, Kayla Betts. He's really into putting um, Redmond's sea salt into his water. And I actually found something that's even better. So this is, it's called bamboo salt. And now I didn't do my research before <laughs> recording this podcast, but essentially what happens is that this is an old Korean remedy, really. Like they actually use this in um, their medicine. And what they do is they take sea salt and they pack it into these, um, you know, stalks of bamboo and put them in a fire or no there's like a clay that they put at the ends of the bamboo and then they throw this whole piece of bamboo stock into a fire it gets really really hot they break it open they take out the sea salt and then they do that process again and again and again and it can be up to three six nine times that they will do this process and the salt ends up absorbing all of the nutrients from uh, not only the earth the clay that they use to I guess, kind of like stop the ends of the bamboo stalk, but also the nutrients from the bamboo as well. So it's really cool. Um, I highly suggest you just look it up because there's a whole bunch of really cool information on it. But that is the stuff that I use and it's extremely fine. I put it in my water, I put it on my food and it's amazing. Absolutely love it. I also like to add a little mineral solution into my water in the morning um, and something that contains fulvic acid. So fulvic acid is actually substance that is from humus. So it's like all of the organisms and things that biodegrade over the years and it's full of microorganisms. And traditional medicine and modern research claim that fulvic acid can modulate the immune system, influence the oxidative state of cells, and improve your gastrointestinal function. So it's pretty cool stuff. I love having that in my water as well. And then I also add spirulina and chlorella. I know this is a ton of stuff and you're probably like, oh my God, Chris, this is too much. You're crazy. But I just like to do all of the things and adding spirulina and chlorella to my water in the morning too just makes me feel great because I'm drinking this amazing green water that, you know, is full of fantastic microorganisms, chlorella, algae, or sorry, chlorophyll, algae, all of these amazing things that just help boost the immune system and fortify the system. And, um, you know, spirulina is actually full of protein, antioxidants, amino acids, vitamin B12. It's amazing stuff. So it's kind of like this swamp water that I drink in the morning. And that is like literally the first thing that I have every morning. The second thing that I have in the morning is also absolutely incredible. And that's just simple bone broth. Bone broth has 
kind of changed my life. I know that's like kind of a wild statement, but (laughs) it's pretty crazy. After I discovered that gluten was making me suicidal, if you haven't heard about that story, I'd, you know, go back a few episodes and find the one that were, I think it was with Maddie and we were talking about um, gut health and I share a little bit of my journey there, but I finally discovered after years and years and years of suffering with depression and a whole bunch of different symptoms that those symptoms were actually caused by gluten and leaky gut, right? And my gosh, you guys, like so many of us are actually suffering with leaky gut. You probably are if you're listening and you may know it, you may not know it. The symptoms are just so wide and varied. It can look like anything from, you know, depression to autoimmune disease to, you know, arthritis, which really is an autoimmune disease. So many different things, right? And this has a lot to do with the chemicals in the food and in our environment. And if you've taken a ton of antibiotics in the past, like I have, all of those things kind of degrade our gut lining. But there are things that we can do to fortify the gut lining, which creates health in so many ways, and especially with our immune system, because about 80% of our immune system actually stems from our gut. So it's really, really important to take care of our gut to have amazing immunity. And making bone broth is like so, so simple. So what I like to do is make a big batch every couple of weeks or so. And... I just use a crock pot and I use chicken feet, <laughs> which sounds super gross, but I mean, come on y'all, like the, the stuff is medicine and let's, if we're going to, you know, if we're going to eat meat, let's use the whole animal. There is a ton of good stuff in the chicken feet. What we're really trying to get out of there is the glycine and the collagen, right? So the collagen that we're getting from bone broth is helping plump our skin. It's making our hair and our nails better. It's fortifying the lining of our gut. It's helping our joints, all of these things. So it is absolutely fantastic. And you just put your chicken feet or your bones, you can use beef bones, chicken carcass, that sort of thing. And it's like making a broth. So you fill it up with water. You can add herbs. You can add, you know, some veggies and things in there too. If you want to flavor it, there's lots of different ways that you can flavor it. And then a little bit of acid. So I've always used um, apple cider vinegar, but lately I have been using some white wine and oh my gosh, so good, you guys. It just gives it a whole wonderful culinary experience. It's so amazing. And it might sound kind of weird to like, or might sound kind of weird to drink, you know, bone, like broth as something like first thing in the morning. But it's really just, it's delicious, actually. And I've gotten so used to it. I've been doing it every day for probably the past two and a half years. Took a little break for a while. I probably do it a little bit less in the summertime, but during the winter, it's like definitely something that I am always, always doing. And it's made a huge difference for me. Huge, huge difference for me. My gut feels so much better. My immune system has, um, you know, just improved dramatically. So it's something that I recommend to absolutely everybody. 
All right. Now we're going to go on to one of my favorite hacks. Okay. And this is actually the star ingredient <laughs> that I actually created this company, Wild Remedies, around. And this is the chaga mushroom. Chaga is, uh, it's like my love. <laughs> it's such an amazing adaptogen and fungi. It's essentially a conch that grows on the side of birch trees. And this conch, when you extract its nutrients through a water extraction or an alcohol extraction, it actually has the highest source of antioxidants on earth. And chaga is really well known for its immune modulating properties. So this stuff really does boost your immune system. My, I mean, like I have a whole love affair with chaga. I think if you listen to like our very first episode, I talk about how I started Wild Remedies about six years ago. It's kind of a magical story. And um, I was introduced to this mushroom three times in a week by different people in completely different ways. And one of them being this guy with a long white beard <laughs> standing on the top of a mountain in a place called the center of the universe. <laughs> that was the third time I'd heard about it in a week. And I was like, okay, I got the message universe. Like, I think this is something that I need to look into. And so at that time, you know, I I realized eventually that I needed to start creating a product out of this mushroom. But of course, I tested it out on myself. And I ended up sourcing this absolutely phenomenal extract from Siberia. So chaga mushroom is a pretty popular, I guess, traditional remedy in Scandinavia, in Russia. Um, I mean, like there's chaga in just the cough syrup in Russia. So it's much more well-known there. You know, it's becoming much more popular here in North America. <laughs> it made such a huge difference for me at the time. So this was before I was doing all of the gut things and the minerals and the vitamin D. And I was still kind of at the beginning of my healing journey. I was living overseas in Malaysia and I was still getting sick quite often because I was traveling a lot. My system is quite delicate. And so, you know, any little upset can kind of send me for a loop. And um, I mean, definitely not anymore. I have a lot more resilience in my body. Um, but I traveled a ton. Like I was a quote unquote digital nomad for about ooh, four and a half, five years after I left Malaysia. I traveled a lot while I was living in Malaysia, but I also flew all over the world and lived in parts of Europe and Mexico and the US and all over the place. And for quite some time, every single time I got on a plane, I got a cold. Every single time. So annoying. And I'm sure you can relate. Like when you are going on holiday and you've waited months and months for this holiday and you get to Mexico and then you get a cold you get a flu or whatever, right? Like it happens all the time. And this can happen for a couple of different reasons. And one of them could be like your body is just, it's been so wound up and we're so overstimulated with work and all of the things. And then you finally go to relax and then you get sick. But I mean, it could also be that you're on a tube <laughs> with a bunch of other people carrying God knows what, and you pick something up, right? 
and just changing environments and all of those things too can, um, you know, just cause us to, to catch things. But Chaga honestly changed the game for me. I started using this phenomenal extract every single day, just a little bit in my coffee. You can even make a tea out of it. And I just didn't get sick anymore. Like it was just the one thing that I did and I stopped getting sick. And I remember I had come home, I think I was still living overseas and I came home for Christmas or something and everybody in my family was getting sick and I was like, fuck, oh man, this sucks. Like I'm going to get sick because I just, you know, if anyone else was around me that got sick, I would always get sick. And this this time I just didn't. Everybody around me was sick and getting sick and I didn't get sick. And I was like, wow, man, like this stuff really, really works. I can't tell you how many times I've been in these situations where I'm like, oh my God. So my tin of chaga is, (laughs) it's kind of like my safety blanket. I always have chaga with me when I'm traveling. It's just, it's just one of the things that I have on me all the time. And so I started this company by creating a tea with Chaga. And now, of course, we have this whole new product line that I call Magic Lattes. And we still have that phenomenal Chaga in our spiced chocolate formula. So now instead of just the extract as a tea, it is a delicious creamy cocoa. So, I mean, I'm just saying... If you want to have the best immunity that you've ever had this winter, I highly recommend trying out some of our (laughs) spice chocolate magic lattes because it's some really good stuff. Like I actually, through the process of, um, you know, because our, our products are supplement grade and we're here in Canada. And so we had to go through all of the health Canada BS and, um, have all of our things registered and, we actually had to switch the type of chaga that we were using. Like it's still phenomenal. It's like a wild sourced, you know, fruiting body, amazing extract from Siberia. But we actually had to use a less potent form because the stuff that I was using prior was like really strong. It's a 10 to 1 extract, meaning that every serving of a gram was essentially like 10 servings. So it was like supercharged. The stuff that we have in our uh, current products is still really strong. It's a three to one, but it's the strongest amount that Health Canada would Health Canada would let us put <laughs> in our products. So it's really, really good quality stuff. And a lot of times when you're getting chaga products, I know there's a lot of stuff out there now. Um, but if it's like, you know, USDA organic certified, it's not wild, right? So it's actually really, really important to get the wild um, form of chaga because the substrate that it grows on, which is the birch tree, has a lot of the the medicine that um, gets drawn into this mushroom. And that's the good stuff that you want. And there's also people that are growing it now and all of these things. And it's just, it's it's not the same. And so we work with companies that know how to extract it in an ethical way. Um, Chaga is very slow growing. I think it takes about five years for it to mature. And so we work with folks who just take a certain portion of it and don't damage it and allow it to um, regenerate, which is really important. So yeah, 
that's my story about chaga and why it's amazing. And probably, I would say that's probably my number one immunity health hack is chaga mushroom. So get on it. Highly, highly recommend. So this tip is about counting with herbs. Okay, so back when we were running free through the forests, <laughs> we were as hunters and gatherers, we were, we were constantly toning with herbs, right? Like we were eating things in the forest, whether it was, you know, nibbling on a berry or some bark or whatever, but we were constantly receiving the medicine of our natural environment just by the things that we were collecting and, and eating, right? And I like to try to keep to keep facilitating that process throughout the winter time just by making lots of different teas and things. So in the springtime, I collected a bunch of nettle and red raspberry leaves and all of these things. And this was kind of my first year doing that. I've now realized that next year I'm going to have to forage a lot more than I did this year because I've been using it because it's making a really big difference. Um, you know, if you've been following the podcast, I've spoken a little bit about how I'm going through kind of a big hormonal shift, getting off of some hormone blockers that I've been on for a really long time, um, meaning birth control and another drug co- called spironolactone. And so, you know, my monthly cycles have been a little bit uncomfortable. There's been, you know, I'm going through a transition period. And I tell ya, red raspberry leaf tea is absolutely phenomenal. If I'm experiencing cramps and stuff, like it actually works. It's it's amazing. Like I don't have to take ibuprofen or anything like that. So totally off the pharma when it comes to those monthly cycles now, which feels amazing. Um, also spearmint has been phenomenal too. About a week prior to um, my moon time, uh, I start drinking spearmint tea and that's actually really alleviating a lot of the symptoms and stuff that I have around that time. So yeah, just making a big batch of tea and having that and, you know, again, you're kind of getting like that structured water by infusing it with botanicals and things. So that is number five. My number six tip is something that I just recently started doing, and I'm so mad that I haven't done this earlier. (laughs) I am sprouting. And it's so dope, you guys. It's so cool. You know, I'm into gardening. Definitely something that you can't do during the wintertime here unless you have a greenhouse, and that is my dream. I would love to have a greenhouse at some point, but... Did not have the time or the energy for that this summer. Lots of running around and traveling. So eventually. But this is such a nice way to ha- you know get fresh greens that you're growing yourself. I think it's really important to have a relationship with the food that you're putting in your body. And this is such a simple way to get cheap, easy, indoor, grown, delicious greens into your body. And I don't know if you've noticed how expensive sprouts are in the store, but like it's cray. It's so expensive. And doing it yourself is so cheap. I went to the health food store and I picked up a sprouting jar, which is literally just like a big glass jar. And it's got like a metal mesh um, lid. It's 12 bucks. And I got a bag of seeds. And I think it was like mustard greens and oh gosh, broccoli. I don't know, a couple of different things. Anyway, it was like $3 or something. And 
you just take like, I think it's two tablespoons of seeds, you put it in the jar, fill it up with a bit of water, let it sit. And then for the next five days, you just kind of like um, rinse and turn the jar over to let it drip. I'm kind of sorry, it's the end of the day. I'm, I'm kind of tired. So I feel like I'm butchering this story. But Anyway, it's a really simple story. It'll come with instructions. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's been so nice. And it's totally dirt cheap to grow your own veggies indoor. And you're getting all the chlorophyll and all of the things. And it just feels so great to grow your own things. So that is something that I'm super excited about. And with inflation and all the things, it is a cheap way to get some great organic veggies into your body. Okay. We're moving on to the next one here, and I'm going to say we're at number eight. Nope, seven. <laughs> I've totally messed up <laughs> this whole list, but that's okay. All right, the next one on my list is light. So I have been using this amazing red light. It's actually red light and near-infrared light. The device that I use, and this isn't a plug to them or anything, no affiliate, but um, it's called the Rouge Light. There's a couple of like big companies. One of them out there is called Juve. And I did my research and I looked into it and I was like, yeah, this one's really good. But I think the Rouge is just the same, if not better, and it's a little bit cheaper. So I actually bought myself a pretty cool device last winter. And it is about half the size of my body. I just have it sort of like on my floor, leaning against the wall. And you can hang it, um, you know, behind a door, all these different things. But for me, I just like to sit in front of it and do breath work. And it's amazing. Red light therapy has actually been featured in more than 3000 scientific studies. So it's like one of the, like, the most studied um, lights. <laughs> out there. Um, there's lots of different health benefits from different types of light frequency. We know that blue light has a lot of, um, you know, things that are not so great for us when it comes to our circadian rhythms and all these things. And red light kind of does the opposite. It's amazing for us in so many different ways. One of the things that it's really amazing for the, the infrared part of it is it helps charge our mitochondria. And our mitochondria are the parts of our cells that help create energy for the body. So it helps charge us up. Um, it's actually really great for the um, seasonal affective disorder as well. Um, I do have another light that I have used prior for the SAD effect. Um, and I find that it was really helpful and I actually just looked this up recently. I was like, oh, hey, like, I wonder, I wonder if like my red light is actually helping with this as well. And it does, which is great. So that's a two for one. Um, the red light part of this is really cool too, because it is great for anti-aging. So it helps reduce the appearance of wrinkles. It can help heal acne and wounds. But then there's all these other great um, health benefits where it helps with, you know, if you're having inflammation, um, it helps improve your sleep. It helps, you know, arthritis, joint stiffness, all of these things even helps improve your eyesight, which is really cool. So there's a ton of research on these and yeah, I absolutely love mine. I can't recommend it enough. So if you are needing more light in your life, I highly, highly recommend 
especially the rouge. I don't know. I think it's a great device. Okay. I rambled on about that one enough. <laughs> okay, we're on to number eight now. I got back on track, sort of. And this is one that, I mean, for me, this is just my always go-to. And this is just getting out into nature. But it's tough for me in the wintertime because I hate being cold. <laughs> you know, I'm actually from, was born and raised for the first 10 years of my life in northern, northern British Columbia. So like really cold, minus 40 degrees Celsius average temperature in the wintertime. Um, but we did get sun at least. Now that I'm down in the Okanagan, which is the southern part of British Columbia up here in Canada, it's really, really gloomy here all the time. Um, being on the lake, it just kind of creates like this thermocline where we have these clouds that hang over the valley. And you know that there's sun not that far away above the clouds. I literally experienced this the other day driving back from Vancouver. I was coming down from the mountains and it's so beautiful and clear and blue. And then I see like this fog in the valley and I was like, oh God, I don't want to go down in there. I'm never going to see the sun again or at least for the next six months. So it can be super depressing. But still super, super important to get out into nature. And like one of the most amazing humans, I just absolutely love this guy, Dr. Zach Bush says, it's really important to breathe our biome, right? So we are part of nature and it's really important that we aren't just looking at it through a window all the time, <laughs> you know, like we're in these perfectly, you know, either air conditioned or heated drywall boxes or cars or whatever. And a lot of times we are not engaging with our natural environment, which has huge health detriments for us. Right. And being out in nature just has so many healing frequencies, but it's also just breathing your biome, right? Like there is a microbiome that comes through nature, through the air, just even touching a tree, putting your hands in soil, all of these things are so many health benefits there. And it really does help boost our immune systems. So I know it can be tough, but for me, I just made a pact with myself and I was like, I got to find something that I love doing outside um, in the winter. And I'm a big hiker, do it a ton during the summertime. And in the winter, I uh, actually, I was living in um, Utah, I was in Salt Lake City for about six months, um, a couple of years ago. And that was when I really got into winter hiking. And it was actually really amazing. I just got good gear, you know, I was made sure that I was warm because that's the biggest thing. And I got these amazing boot spikes. They're just like crampons or whatever, right? But damn, it's so cool. Like, I feel like I'm a tank when I'm wearing these things because I can walk straight up like a mountain that's just totally covered in ice and not slip. And it's actually really fun. I love it. So I do a lot more winter hiking now. And um, yeah, I just... I just make sure that I get out there and it makes a huge difference for me being outside. It just boosts your immune or your, your mood on top of your immune system. And yeah, all that fresh air is absolutely fabulous. Okay. My last tip. And this one is yoga. Okay. So yoga is medicine. Yoga the the act like the the act of doing yoga is actually meant to prepare your body to sit 
for meditation. Isn't that cool? You know, we see it here in the West as just a form of exercise, but it's actually a spiritual practice, which is really cool. But for me, yoga just feels like medicine and I do not do it enough in the summer. In the summertime, my habits change quite a bit and I want to be outside as much as humanly possible, right? Because it's Canada, it's cold. We want to be outside as much as we can or as much as we can in the summer. And uh, so I don't do as much yoga. And then when I get back into it in the fall, I'm like, oh my God, why have I not been doing this all summer? I'm so stiff. So, you know, stretching the fascia in your body and, you know, moving your joints and things, you're increasing flexibility, you're improving your joint health, you are detoxifying, you know, when you are doing twists and things in yoga and movements that are aligned with your breath, you are literally squeezing and moving toxins out of your body. And the great thing about doing winter in the, or doing yoga in the winter is that you can go to heated classes with infrared heating, (laughs) which is one of my favorite things, because then you are also getting the health benefits of the infrared, the heat, detoxing by sweating, and all of that good stuff. So there, those are my nine tips. These are the things that I am doing on a daily slash weekly basis that make such a huge difference for me, have made such a huge difference for me. I've yet to be sick this quote-unquote flu season. Um, I'm having, you know, a lot of friends and family drop like flies, and I have been traveling a lot for business and going to conventions, and I have a big market this weekend. I'm going to be, you know, interacting with a ton of people. All these things would have stressed me out back in the day when I had a weak or immune system and would get sick all the time. And now I don't have to worry about that. I can just go on and live my life and do all the things and not have to worry about getting sick all the time. It's not that I never get sick, but if I do, it's maybe once a year or every couple of years. And, you know, it doesn't take the wind out of me like it used to. So, I hope you got some good tips out of this episode. Um, If anything really stood out, feel free to give this episode a screenshot, share it on your social media. I would love to hear your thoughts, and we will definitely share that on our platform as well. So I hope this was helpful and that everybody has a healthy, wonderful winter ahead of them. Thanks so much for sharing your time and energy with us today. We'd love to hear your feedback on how our podcast has impacted your life and are also open to suggestions for new and interesting topics. Please leave your comments with a quick review to help us grow this magical community of wellness warriors and light workers. Every month, we select one lucky reviewer to win our big magic box containing all three of our beautiful magic lattes. To connect with us further, check us out on Instagram at wild underscore remedies. Thank you again and see you at the next episode.